0: Doom bit. Doom doom bit. Doom, doom bit. doom, doom, bit. doom, bit. Doom, 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 This is the Offcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Offcast. This is episode 115. Uh, the current date is, let's see, Saturday, March 11th. And uh, we're rolling right ahead. We're almost a third of the way through 2023. The lore, the year of uh, Michael Jordan is, uh, I mean, it's going. It's going. And I've been on the road. And um, I guess, you know what, I'm going to do the big announcement now because it's partially already been announced. But the big thing that maybe some of you may or may not know is that uh, in 2023, I am doing what I call the All-American Comedy Tour. And it is me going around to all 50 states. That's right. Shows in every single state in our great nation. Uh, The U.S. of A, all 50. You say, Nick, what are you? What are you talking about? Are you saying you're going to do Hawaii and you're going to do Alaska? Yeah, those are states and they're already on the books. All right. So now let me say this. All 50 states are not yet on the calendar, but they will be. I, I think I have like 17 left, but it's just about routing them the correct way. So everybody that's ever said. When are you coming to this state? I want to see you. Well, guess what? Here it is. No excuses. Okay, maybe I'm on the other side of the state as you, but listen, meet me halfway, okay? Or find me on the other side of the, or on the state next to you, but I got a little closer. Whatever it is plenty of opportunities to see me plenty of people that you can share that with. So you say, hey I'm in I'm in uh, Texas well yes, I'm going to be in Texas, but you've got friends, you've got cousins in in Arkansas and Rhode Island and maybe Delaware. I don't know I don't know if anybody knows anybody in Delaware but you can tell them, hey, this funny guy's coming. And so get those tickets early. So all the dates that are currently up and tickets are on sale, NickHoff.com. So make sure you get those. Get them early. Get them early. Don't wait. Don't be like, I'm going to go to the show, but I get them, you know, two weeks in advance. No, get them now. If if they're on sale, get them now, because guess what? That helps with everything. That helps the club say, oh, look at this. People want to see them. Uh, They're getting their tickets early, so we feel confident in that. Sometimes it it results in adding a second show so more people can see them And I can make more money and, and more people can get exposed to uh, the new hour that I'm building over this thing because the plan is to build it. Film a documentary side-by-side side of me developing the material, doing it in different states, meeting all different kinds of people, and then uh, filming at the end of it. So that's all going to come into focus, but make sure you get those tickets now. Like, pause the podcast and look on nickhoff.com and get some tickets to the uh, tour nearest you. Um, now, having said that, we're already a few dates in. Now I started off a year doing some shows and... Uh, <laughs> And this is how big of a moron I am doing all 50 states. Where's one of the first places they play? Washington D.C. Not technically in the state. Awesome, good booking, Hoff. Way to be. But I will say that that weekend was a hallmark weekend for me because. It was at the DC Improv, which was the first place in my life I ever saw live stand-up comedy. So, like, when I, I think I was, you know, in my teens, and my family went there... And everybody got to pick something that they wanted to do. And they said, Nick, what do you want to do? I said, I want to go see stand-up comedy. And we went. And it was the first place I ever saw comedy. It's this awesome club. Been there forever. It, you go underground. Anytime you can go underground to go to a club, anything that's in a basement, that's a good comedy club. Okay? And this one's no different. So I ha- I, the last several years, I've had it on my bucket list. Like, I've got to do the DC Improv. i got to get back there and actually be on that stage. Where I first saw comedy for the first time in my life, so I was happy that I was able to cross that off. Even though I couldn't cross off any states, <laughs> and I tried, I tried to like hook in Delaware with it because Delaware is one of the three states I've never done, and it's going to be a theme in this podcast here. Delaware is like my white whale, okay? Hawaii and Alaska—they're out there. But that, you know what? I've already got them on the books. I'm not worried about them. I just never tried. But Delaware, you know, it's part of the contiguous states, which I think is the weirdest word for, I think, the land, you know, the states that are all part of the same landmass there. Contiguous. Sounds made up. Sounds fake. But I looked it up one time. It's contiguous. Weird. Um, but uh, I, I had to do the DC Improv. Couldn't check off any states for that. But I was super stoked to do it. And it's cool. You walk around Washington, D.C. You know, there's so much history there and so much still kind of going on. You know, you've got the Washington Monument that just sits there and you can see it from all over the city. you got all these cool things. I mean, my hotel was like... Four blocks from the White House. Every time I walked to the club, I had to walk like this seven minute walk to the club every night and I would see the White House on my left. And regardless of like what you think of politics and who's in there now, who has been in there, like it's just this iconic thing that you kind of like, oh, wow, there's that thing that I've seen in pictures and on TV, you know, thousands of time. And now there it is. And it's like the Washington, D.C. is like a mecca for all these protests. And you have, like, I mean, we saw so many protests while we were there, and some were big, and you're like, okay, you know, protesting what's going on in Iran and all that, and you, and then you see, like, these small ones, and you're like, oh, there's six people, but they still close down the street for those six people. Like, what... How much tax money are we spending on every little person that gets a like wild hair up their ass? They're like, I gotta, I gotta protest this. Otherwise, I gotta protest cheese on on tacos in uh, El Paso. And you're like, Well, I guess we gotta shut down the streets so you can protest cheese on tacos in El Paso just because you're lactose intolerant. You found five buddies that wanted to march with you. Like it's kind of ridiculous that they're doing that. Uh, but then there were even the big ones that you kind of go, okay, I can see this, I can get behind it. I see what they're trying to do. And maybe they're just trying to get the attention of lawmakers and things like that. But you look at it and you go, you're a long way from where the problem is. It seems like the protest should be happening there, but I guess maybe you can't. And that's what makes part of what makes this country great, which is why I'm doing the all American comedy tour. Cause I love, I love America. You know, America's like, America's like a family. Like, yeah, every family has its problems, right? You, you got some uh, sketchy past here and there. You got some issues you're working through, but it's still your family. You still love them. You still root for them, and that's what I'm doing. All-American Comedy Tour. I got a little pushback from some people. They're like, are you sure? Are you sure you want to, that's the brand? You want to put your name behind? I'm like, of course. Of course, America? All-American? That's. I mean, first of all, America is the reason I get to do stand-up comedy, okay? That's an American art form, so I'm all in on America. That doesn't mean I don't like other countries. I love other countries, too, but America is where I'm from. I'm proud of it, and I'm excited to do this tour, and I can't wait to see everybody out there. All 50 states, dear God, get tickets, because some places I do not know anybody, and I've never toured, so like uh, Delaware, (laughs) Delaware. Delaware, please God, somebody knows somebody in Delaware. <laughs> um, but I'm going to be all over the place. It's going to wreak havoc. It's going to wreak havoc on uh, on my life. Like, that's a lot. That's a lot. Like, if you did one a, one a week, you'd have two open weeks. And that's a crazy amount of traveling. Now, uh, some of them are going to knock out multiples in the same week. So that's, you know, you get the Northeast where, okay, maybe I'm not going to do a full weekend in Maine, but maybe I'll do a Thursday there and a Friday in New Hampshire and Saturday, Vermont, and Sunday in Rhode Island. Whatever it happens to be, you know, I'm going to knock out some like that. But I'm going to need your help. If you know people anywhere else in the country, anywhere in the country, let them know. With the exception... <laughs> Of Michigan, which I'm just finishing. I just had two shows back-to-back in Michigan this weekend, and so that one is crossed off. Most likely, unless I pick up a, uh, you know, a random stray show or something on my way through, I'm probably not going to see Michigan again, so thank you to everybody in Michigan that came out to see my show. Um, California, I've had shows there. I've had my show in New York. I'll Probably plan another show in New York, but uh, I've done that already. Florida, I'm still coming to Florida, even though I've already been there. Some places I'll hit twice, but you guys can check out all those dates. I don't have to run through them. They're on Nickhoff.com. Just check them out. Find the one closest to you and get your tickets now. And tell a f- several people. Um, you know, send them my special. Send them my special Nickhoff front to back. If they like, well, let me see what he's got. Send them that. If they're not a fan, <laughs> then that's fine. I I, I can uh, I can accept that. I'm not for everybody. But, you know, if they like it, then tell them, hey, come see a show. He's all over the place. So I'm in uh, Washington, D.C., ate at this great restaurant there. Don't think twice. Take his advice. This is half recommended. Um, I was there with Fahim Anwar, who he's been on the Hofcast. I forget which episode it was, but fantastic guest, just an unbelievable comedian. If you're not following him on like Instagram, you should be. Fahim Anwar, F A H I M anwar a-n-w-a-r he's one of the most consistent uh guys posting things and he's just so funny and so prolific he comes out with all kinds of new material he's got like fahim works on stuff and he just posts it i think every single week so that is definitely worth your following definitely a hoff recommends right here uh but walking around him we went to the art museum which it was cool um a little ridiculous <laughs> a little ridiculous some of the art that's up there you're like not any of these people are good looking you know in the in the paintings like those old school paintings like everybody's ugly and um and then you go over to the like modern art and you're like this some of this stuff is not art some of this is just like there was one that was just a brown painting and you go what are you what are we talking about here why is that up i can do that now I can, in fact, take any one of these canvases, paint it brown, and you can put it right up. I don't understand <laughs> why we care about that. But it's fun to walk through and kind of make fun of. When then we ate at this place. there's another Hoff recommends. We ate at this place called Zaytinya. Um, and it was this like uh, Mediterranean restaurant, like Lebanese or something. Oh, God, I'm going to get in trouble if that's not Mediterranean. Lebanese. It was Lebanese restaurant and really good and not too expensive. So I've been recommending it to people. Uh, if you're in the D.C. area, go to Z-A-Y-T-I-N-Y-A. It's really, really good food, and everything just tastes good, and it feels healthy. So maybe that's part of why I liked it because it wasn't what I normally – eat on the road, like, as I'm sitting here next to an Arby's cup. <laughs> Duck got it. I knew it was going to happen. I knew I ate I ate lunch way too late, so I knew I was going to have an early dinner. And then I was like, ah, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to end up getting fast food late at night, and lo and behold, get done with my show, starving. All right, there, Arby's. Feels, feels like an Arby's night. So I went and got that. And um, guys... I uh, I had this coming. I had this coming. I, I bragged during the last podcast about getting our oversized bag onto the plane by taking it through security and then gate checking it. And I felt like I you know got one over on the system. And I was bragging it. I was, I was spiking the ball in the end zone, <laughs> talking about how, how clever that was that we actually made the flight and got that bag on. And then, guess what? I'm coming back from Washington, D.C. I'm sitting in the bulkhead. As you do, I don't like the bulkhead. Okay. Some people like it. They get a little extra leg room. I don't like it. I like to be tucked in. I like to feel nestled. I like to have that little arm, th- the thing that comes down, the little tray table. You don't get that in the bulkhead. You got to pull it out of your armrest. It always sucks. It's like flimsy and just bending over, and you can never balance anything on it. I hate that bulkhead. Um, and I, so, but I'm sitting there in the bulkhead, and oh, yeah. By the way, on my way to D.C., the the terminal right or the gate right next to mine and sitting in my area was Weird Al Yankovic, which was awesome. Uh, you know, it, 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 he's kind of unmistakable. You can't miss him. See him there. And then uh, on my flight to D.C. is the guy that plays uh, Rex Kwon Doe Napoleon Dynamite. What's that guy's name? He's super funny. Um He's from, like, Office Space, and I think the Drew Carey show. Uh, he, he's he got a weird name. It's like, uh, what's, it, what's his name? It's, um, it. Who plays Rex Quando and Napoleon De- Diedrich Bader. He's on my flight, and I see him. I see him talking to Weird Al. So that, like, I see Weird Al, but then I see this guy talking to him. i like, who's bothering Weird Al? Then I find out it's this Diedrich Bader who's on my plane. Uh, super cool. I, I say hi to him. I'm like, what's up, dude? I love your movies. He's like, oh, thanks. What's your name? And and had just a little little interaction, but it was cool. And then, um, then on my flight back, here I am in the bulkhead again. And this time he comes up, and it's him again. It's Dietrich. He's he's on my flight on the way back where you got the same schedule. And he goes, oh, I think you're I think you're in my seat. And right away I'm like, oh, I'm apologetic. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I, obviously I messed up. And I'm I'm sad because it's like it's him. It's him. He mainly doesn't like remember that it was me on the flight there. But I, I see it's clearly him. Ah, my fault. I. But then I look up on my uh, ticket and I go, N- oh no, actually this is mine. They, like you know how you apologize. I'm sorry. I'm actually this is mine. Do you want me to just go <laughs> screw off? Like do you want me to just leave? I will. Um, and uh, and he looks and he goes, oh, you know what? I'm uh, yeah, you're right. I'm back here. And he he was like two rows behind me. He probably, he's a taller dude. He probably wanted the bulkhead. It was my opportunity to abandon the bulk, get a little goodwill with old Rex Kwan and and sit where I want to sit. And he gets to sit where he wants it, but it didn't even dawn on me. And then all of a sudden, by the time he was in, settled in, I was like, ah, screw it. I'm here. I'll just take my nap. But. As you know, with the bulkhead, you can't have you can't tuck your bag underneath the seat in front of you because there is none. So you got to take you know you got to put your suitcase up there in the overhead, and you got to put your backpack in the overhead. And I got a big backpack with all my equipment in it, like my camera and my laptop and all that. I put that up there, and I fall asleep on the plane. We land in Los Angeles. And I'm getting off, and my routine is pretty, you know, I do this every week. So I go up into the overhead and grab my bag. And um, in this case, my backpack was up there. So I was like, I grab my backpack and go. And I grab my backpack. I get off the plane. um, You know, I walk out. Sarah's there to pick me up. I'm like, hey, thank you for picking me up. And I'm coming. And then uh, we're driving out of the airport, and I I go, I is my suitcase right there? And the kids are back there. And they go, no. I go, oh, damn it. And I go, I left my bag on the plane. I can't believe it. Because when I was going up in the overhead, there's always only one thing I have up there. And I grab my backpack, forgot the bag. So I'm like, oh, crap. So now I have to loop around, go back in through the airport, like run in. And I look, yeah, I go to like the baggage area and I said, hey, I just left it on there. Do you know if they found it or can, you know, do they put it down? And they, they call the, first of all, they look so annoyed. They look like, first of all, they're like, "Ugh, we got to deal with something. And I understand it. Like nine times out of 10, the person that comes to them is like, my bag didn't come out. Where is that? Where is it? But I'm trying to like... This is my fault. So I'm hat in hand. Like, I'm sorry. I left my bag on the plane. They're like, you did? What What was your flight? And after a minute of like, "Well, here we go. We got to deal with this. <laughs> They're like, okay, what's your flight? Okay. And they call up to the gate. Do you have a black bag? Blah, blah, blah. blah. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's up here. Okay. Uh, can you bring it down? No, we can't bring it down. We're busy up here. Okay. They look around. Like, who can go up there and get it? And the one guy's like... I'll stay here <laughs> not helpful at all he's like I'll stay here and then the one lady's like I'm about to take my break and then the one person looks at me and I go please like and, and then she goes, fine, I'll go up meanwhile I'm thinking send me up there Send me just give me a temporary pass or whatever. I'm not trying to get on a plane. I'm not gonna do anything weird. I just go get my bag. Like, I don't want you to have to do it. I'll gladly go do it. But you gotta go back through security. It's a whole thing. They can't let me do it. So she puts on this little vest and she goes up and I'm calling out to Sarah, who who has to circle, because you can't just sit there in the like pickup lane. So she's circling. I'm like, they're going to get it. She's like, oh good. And the lady goes up to get it. And like 10, 15 minutes later, she comes back down. Can't find it. What do you mean you can't find it? You called up to the gate, they had it. What's going on? Can't find it. Sorry, fill out this lost uh, lost bag form. Oh, are you like really like they can't just bring it? Like what? Why? You said you found it. Where where is it? <laughs> She's like, fill this out. We'll call you when we when we get it here. Because also it's unmarked. Like it doesn't have now. If you open it up, there's all these cards in there with my name on it. So it's not too big of a stretch to go from nick hoff to nicholas hoff on the ticket but then again i'm dealing with people that are <laughs> less than uh less than brilliant and um and uh, listen to me talking trash i'm the one who left my bag on the plate and then i blame their intelligence oh I'm a piece of shit okay um fill this out and we'll contact you okay here's the description blah blah, blah. I fill out the form I leave um uh, Sarah goes you couldn't get it no I couldn't get it they're gonna call me um and so now I'm here without my bag and it's got notebooks in it like planning the all-american comedy tour and so I've got lots of things in there I got like my joke books in there and stuff like that and um and my clothes my toothbrush all that good stuff and um and so now I call, like, I, I wait and I call, like, later that afternoon. I was like, hey, did you find it? No, we haven't found it. You might want to try lost and found. Okay, what's the number for lost? It's impossible to find these numbers. You, you to Like, you try and look it up online. It doesn't exist online. You've got to, like, get a human and you've got to let... La- them divulge information they don't want to give it to you um and so finally i get the number for lost and found call over there no we haven't found it but you know sometimes this takes like a week i've seen it take like 30 days i'm like what are you talking what 30 days like to get a bag up there like come on come on just go get it like i need some I, i realize this is my fault but i just need someone to take like 30 minutes of their day and just go get it like to help out a customer And, um, he goes, well, I'm sorry, we can't do anything. It's like, all right, we'll call you. Don't call us. We'll call you. But that didn't stop. I called every day. And, um, finally, eight days later, eight days later of not being able to find this bag of calling. Finally, I get a call. Bring, bring Nicholas. Yeah, we, we have your bag. Really? What, uh, where is it? Can I come get it? And they're like, well, it's in Washington, DC. Um, so it, Nobody took it off the plane. They they went through and cleaned the plane but nobody like bothered to say, "Hey, there's a rogue suitcase on the plane." And you know what I felt like saying? I felt like when they were like, "We can't find it, we can't find it." I felt like saying, "Okay, well there's a bomb in in the suitcase. Now can you find it?" Like, let's escalate this a little bit. Can you go get it? And of course, you don't say that because I don't want to be banned for life and I don't want them blowing up my suitcase. But I was kind of like, you know what? You would find it if it were more, if you felt like it was an important deal and it's important to me. I know it's not important to you, it's important to me for you to find it. And, like, my podcast equipment was in there and everything. And I was like, gosh, dang it. And finally the lady called. It's in Washington, D.C. Are you in Washington? No, I'm not in Washington, (laughs) D.C. And she goes, okay, we will send it on a plane to you. Uh, This is the the flight number it's going to be on. So this is when it'll come, and it'll just come off the baggage carousel. You can get it then. Thank you. Thank you. So at, at that time, you know, in the afternoon, it was like three in the afternoon. I called and I was like, Hey, I'm calling, uh, my bag is coming in on this plane. I just want to make sure this is, this is maybe the smartest thing I did in this whole deal. I called and I was like, can you just make sure it's on, you know, did, did you guys get it? Can I come get it? And they go, um, that bag tag's not showing up. And I go, what? She called and said it was on. And she goes, let me see something. And then you click, 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 click. You know, three minutes later, comes back on. I see what they did. Okay, no, it was not on this plane that they said it was going to be on. Uh, It's on the next plane, which gets in at blah, blah time. It's like, okay, thank you. Can, Can I come get it then? Yeah, you can come get it then. And so... Uh, finally, it lands, and they. she goes, yep, your bag's here, so I go get it, and dear God, eight days to find a bag that was left on a plane, it wasn't like I left it in Terminal 6, just in the bathroom, like, and people had to rifle through it, like, no, it was on the plane, and they said they had it, which bugs the hell out of me, like, that somebody said, yes, we have it here, and then, we couldn't make the completion bugged the hell out of me. American airlines was, was the one. And I got to in the end say, you know, it was my fault. And I did get it back, but dear God, I feel like there's gotta be a little more customer service on that end, even though I deserved it because I spiked the ball in the end zone on the last bag thing. Uh, but I'm happy to announce I got it back. Everything's as it should be. And I'm very careful not to leave crap on the plane (laughs) anymore. Um, And so that, that's that. And I'm, I'm super excited to be out here on the road you know Washington DC I had to check that off the list you know for the career but now I'm doing all 50 states and I'm like a few down oh and I got this cool poster made up from this artist in LA who, who did this cool poster I had my buddy Eric Smith take some pictures and we got some designs popping up we got a couple more that are yet to come out but I've got this awesome poster and um, it's it's me like holding up the United States you know for the all-American comedy tour I'm holding up the United States and it's this cool design Design, and um, it's got this awesome, unique look to it and and then, for some states that I'm doing, I'm having posters printed out where I'm holding up not the United States but that particular state that i'm in so if I'm coming to a state where I'm getting those made, um, there are only a hundred of them that are being made for those states, and so once they're gone, they're gone, and they're all individually numbered, and I sign them. And it's this really cool thing, so check that out. It'll that'll be on the website as well uh, for the states that are getting those special posters made up. I wish I could do them for all the states, but unfortunately, it's just it's n- not cost effective at certain places where I just don't. You know, who knows where I'm going to be doing? Delaware, come on, please! Wouldn't it be awesome if all of a sudden, because I bitch so much about Delaware, <laughs> and you guys are sick of hearing it, that you told every single person that lives in Delaware, and all of a sudden I'm doing the arena there? It becomes the big a show of the whole tour where I film the special at the end wouldn't that be funny if that's the place I that would be kind of cool now I'm not saying that's going to happen but we'll see we'll see once if people start on my website you can like uh you can like uh sign up for my email list and you can put in your zip code there so <laughs> let's see if a bunch of Delaware zip codes start rolling in with emails might have to might have to uh you know do like a little about face there and, and then make that a blow up show but in the meantime uh, I'm excited to come out and see everybody. It's going to put a strain on everything. It's going to put a strain on my family and and all that, and, and I'm going to be have a lot of wear and tear on that. These are not highway miles. These are city miles I'm putting on this body. So make it worthwhile help me spread the word all american comedy tour nickhoff.com get your tickets early for the love of peep don't make places wait don't make me wait it looks good for me when you get them early so encourage people to do the same and i will have another podcast out soon i'm happy to make this big announcement and i'll see you guys out there on the road in the meantime don't forget to doom doom bit.